God, you know that we don't have power like that. You know when God, but you never know when he's going to do it. It's Christ. Christ knows. He knew she was coming. He knew who he needed her to go to because it wouldn't be about she got to wait till Sunday to come to church. No, I got somebody who's out on the street like I was. the vessel i'm the vessel the humble servant like christ you can use me I, I just use me i'm ready i'm prepared i don't care where i have to go even if i'm gonna die there you know, tried to pray with her and just you know i could see that thing i could see that thing it was angry that harem demon spirit, it was angry, it was angry, man. And so I just started pleading the blood against the blood of Jesus against it and just letting her know that you could be free. That's not you, that's that that spirit that's inside of you and it needs to come out. You need to call, call on Christ right now and she did that. You could tell that the heroin had her. But if you see her after, sometime after, after God had delivered, just a totally different person. A totally different person. And then, not only that, when he did that, she took that spirit back and all of her friends gave her life to Christ. <laughs> You know, and people can help you recover, but, but, but it takes Christ to deliver you and heal you. In episode 26, we're closing out our third in a series of stories with K.G. Wilson. Like episodes 24 and 25, this story had quite an impact on us personally. Our friendship with K.G. brought us into a few unexpected adventures, introduced us to new friends, and breathed new inspiration into our storytelling. Isn't that just like God? As he takes us through life, it's not like he gives us a map. We just take the next step in front of us as he unfolds his plan. Somehow, though, it seems that if you don't take that step, you just might miss out on an adventure. We met KG through our friend Tamara. She shared a story that was really great back in episode five. Partnering with KG opened up a whole new world of seeing God at work. It's also led us to new friendships, and that means new stories to record. We're really excited about what we have planned. We'll tell you more about those plans in another podcast. But today's podcast starts with KG describing an encounter with a young lady trapped in heroin addiction. The overdose death of her friend catapulted her toward desperately seeking answers. God ultimately freed her right there on the street with KG. KG started by simply asking, what 
she was looking for. You can see this encounter on the video posted in the show notes. KG is asking, do you want to believe Christ for real today? That question isn't far from the one Jesus asked his disciples in Mark chapter 8. Who do you say that I am? This is one of the key questions any of us must answer in life. Now, this story is deeply personal for KG. He admits that without Christ freeing him years earlier, he'd have been on that same path as this woman. He says he's sure he'd have ended up a dead man. KG's story is what helps drive him to see others delivered by Jesus. Welcome to Long Story Short Podcast where we reveal short stories of an active, living God who shows up in everyday life. You paid the price for all the world and me. You paid the price for all the world to see. For those who choose you now, Shalom, Shalom, Shalom. Oh, I wish they would all sleep. We've seen you in some of the videos on those rescue missions where you're really just you're loving on people. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're telling people that they are loved. Yeah. And that. God loves them and that they're important. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the video of, uh, I don't know, it was a woman in a corner someplace in Minneapolis, it looked like. And um, was she ended up on the ground. Like, oh, the you're talking about, oh man, that was, a, that was a, 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 a something that, it's really something how God, you know that we don't have power like that. You know when God, but you never know when he's going to do it. Oh, you're talking about my cousin. I have a cousin that lives in Rochester. And uh, he done most of those videos. His name is Charles Jackson. Actually, if you go at one of those videos, you'll see a little picture of him down at the bottom. If you hit that, it'll open up a whole lot of videos. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. When they see that one video, if you open that, it'll open up. But he had a friend who was, I guess he was sleeping over at the the girl who you saw. Uh house one night and I think she uh, was doing some heroin and when she woke up in the morning her friend was dead next to her mm-hmm. and uh, she had been ex- uh, experimenting with and using heroin herself and that particular day she uh, called my cousin and my cousin said well man we need to ride to Minneapolis and meet my cousin uh, Minister KG and I want him to pray for you because this is his ministry. And so he called me and he said, cuz, are you going to be busy today? I said, I'll be out on the street doing street ministry today. So, you know, he says, well, I'm going to bring a friend of mine here. And he told me what happened. I was like, wow. So he brought her there. And what you saw in the video was her coming out on the street when they rode up and, and him introducing to me. And immediately I just, you know, asked her, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Do you want to believe Christ for real today? 
today. And I did not know that that Christ would show himself on the street. And I don't know if, if it was in a video or not, but you think it you think what you saw was something. The people that were walking down the street and the police riding by. We're in North Minneapolis and there's this white woman laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and two white police come riding past, right? And they're just looking, but they know who I am because they've seen this over the years. So they're just like, wow. So they just ride by and just kind of, you know, And uh, but there's other people across the street that are just standing there just looking like, did I just see what I saw? And see, and, I, and whoever hears this, I want them to understand something if you see this video. Is that uh that 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 it wasn't me, it wasn't me because people started rooming around. Man, he has powers to do this. I said, no, I don't. I, at the time, shoot, I had got so fat I couldn't even tie my shoes, <laughs> so I definitely ain't got no power to to you know take somebody out like that, uh, knock them down like that. It, it, it's just uh, it's Christ. Christ knows. He knew she was coming. He knew who he needed her to go to because it wouldn't be about she got to wait till Sunday to come to church. No, I got somebody who's out on the street like I was. You follow me? Who understands the whole drug addiction and all this different thing. He knows that spirit. He knows that. So I have him prepared for you and waiting for you when you get there. And so I just I just want people to know that on that video, it wasn't like it was me. I'm just a vessel. I'm the vessel, the humble servant like Christ. You can use me. I, I Just use me. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I don't care where I have to go. Even if I'm going to die there, I'm, I'm going. I am going. I don't know even who's going to be there when I get there. And so when he brought her there, and, and, and it's so powerful how the anointing was that day. Is just, I thought I was just going to pray for her. But when I to lay hands on her, she just hit the ground. And so from there, I just, you know, tried to pray with her and just, you know, I could see that thing. I could see that thing. It was angry. That heroin demon spirit, it was angry. It was angry, man. And so I just started pleading the blood against the blood of Jesus against it and just letting her know that you can be free. That's not you. That's that, that spirit that's inside of you, and it needs to come out. And you need to call, call on Christ right now. And she did that. And, uh... For when I've heard, she never went back. She never, she never went back to the heroin again. You know what I mean? And some people who who are like in these treatment facilities, yes, you you do good jobs. That's good treatments, but treatments are recovery. It's not healing. It's not deliverance. You know, and people can help you recover, but 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 it takes Christ to deliver you and heal you. You follow me? Yeah. You know, you have recovery stories and, and recovery thanks when you're in recovery, and that's cool. That is really good. But you have a testimony, yeah. a testimony. See, you can't, you, we can't be overcome uh, 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 through the recovery process. We can only be uh, overcome through our testimonies, which come from Christ, what Christ did in your life, mm -hmm. not what this treatment program or this place did or him or you or me didn't know what Christ did in your life is a testimony. Yeah. He brought you through that thing. It was through Christ, you know. Uh, and so uh, uh, when you couldn't, you didn't have the strength to do anything. I tried all type of, I went to 
treatment uh, programs and facilities. And, 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 and sometimes I'm jealous because I've seen people go to treatment facilities and they're doing good. That didn't work for me. That wasn't for me. God wanted, I was a child chosen as a little child for my life to be him to get the glory out of my life. And so there was no other way. There was no man-made program or nothing going to get the glory out of my life. I'd have been a dead man. I'm supposed to be who I am today, and I and I'm still on on uh, God's great Potter's wheel. He's not done with me yet. He's still making me and molding me, you know, until what he he wants me to be in his finished product. But as that goes on, I continue to go. I just get up and go. I go get up to go because the enemy will come to you. And tell you, well, you're 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 not this, and you're not that, and you're not this. You know, no, I'm not. You're right, but I know who he thinks I am. I know who he's making me into, and I might not be who I should be or who you think I should be, but 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 I'm nowhere near who I used to be. Amen. Who I used to be, and so uh, uh, there's another video. If you, I don't know if you guys seen it, where I was talking to. The, the the families that are on the church steps. That was her. She was on the steps with some more people. Okay. And the, the video is called uh, I think Message on the Church Steps. And I'm talking to them in Rochester. I went back to check on them and visit them and see how they're doing. And they were doing great. They had their kids with them. And you know, they just there was a totally different look. You need to see that video because if you saw her in this video, you can tell that the heroine had her. Yeah. But if you see her after, sometime after after God had delivered just a totally different person. Totally different person. And then, not only that, when he did that, she took that spirit back and all of her friends gave their life to Christ. <laughs> so when you see him on that porch, it was just, it's just amazing to go there and just, you know, see that. Now I got to say something to them without crying because I get emotional. Anything that has to do with Christ's victory, I get emotional. And uh, it's just... Uh, it's just a powerful thing, a powerful thing. It's something you reminded me about that video because I've done some more, so many that I uh, I forgot, and I had continuously kept going back to Rochester, Minnesota for uh, uh, doing vigils and stuff and trying to speak with people and pray with people because of the heroin epidemic there. And so, uh, yeah, so... I forgot about that. You guys just brought that back to me. <laughs> that was a that was a really powerful piece. I need to go find that video and repost it. Repost it. So in the midst of the ugliness, God is there and He's alive and He's at work. Yes, yes. I had a, I had some uh, lady say to me. She said, "KG," she said. I don't like to watch the news, she says, because it's always bad stuff. Every time I see it, you're on the news and I see something bad going on. And I said, dear sister, I said, listen to what you just said. She said, what do you mean? I said, you said every time you turn on the news and you see me, you see something bad going on. Where is it going on at? She says, I can back of you. I said, that's all the devil wants you to see is the bad that's going on in back of me. But you can't see what you just said. You always see me. I used to be bad. Mm. I escaped being that body that I'm standing over now praying. I escaped being the one that just now, now I'm the one praying for the. She said, wow, I didn't notice that. I said, did you notice how 
the news has all the bad stuff, but look who you see me right there. She said, I never paid attention to that. I said, God placed me there for a reason to let you see this is the outcome of if you don't turn to him. That guy that you see right there that's there for them is a guy who turned away from the bad, turned to Christ, and now I'm the guy that you always see in the midst of the bad and the bad things. So when you turn on the news, this is what you see. If you look at my videos, you see me, but you see all the bad, dead bodies, everything. And she said, wow, I never thought of that. And I said, do you remember uh, the verse of scripture where it said that 10,000 shall fall by thy right side, but none shall come nigh thee? Psalm 91. You understand, yeah. You understand how it's one of how my yes, <laughs> mine's is twenty seven, and so it's like it's like uh, you'll see stuff going on all around you. We are here right now in this place alive, drinking our tea. There's no bullets flying, no guns. But even if we were to go, we gotta go through places. We just went through some areas to get back, and and all of that, man. It's gonna go on all around you. But because but Christ have a covering mm-hmm. over you. Mm-hmm. And the enemy knows that. Mm-hmm. He knows that. And even um, he will send you there with the covering. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, and so uh, so I have on the whole armor when I'm out there. They can't see it. Where's your vest? You don't have no gun or nothing? <laughs> no, I'm not trying to shoot nobody, hurt nobody. What do I need a gun for? Because people who all believe in, in guns... Believe that a gun could protect you. And and I try to tell, like, the young youth that I, I talk to all the time, I said, most of my friends and old gang buddies that were in Chicago, uh, when um, they were murdered, they had a gun on them. Some of them had the gun in their hand, and they're laying there, their dead body. So the gun is not going to save your life. It can't save your life. You know, all it is is if you live by the gun... Most likely you'll die by the gun. And so uh, I'm nonviolence. I'm, I practice nonviolence. I live nonviolence. It's one of the things that, that I really loved about uh, 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 Dr. King's ministry was the nonviolence. I wasn't about him, the man, or nothing. It was just the nonviolent stand mm-hmm. that he had enough faith to believe that, that, that vengeance is mine. God. That's the whole piece. They never, if you ever noticed, they only said that, but they never put that in there. Do you ever notice? You can't find it nowhere in no movie or nothing about Dr. King. They talk about the nonviolence in the dream, but they never talk about why. Because God said, vengeance is mine. Let them do what they do. You just stay put. You are here for a reason, and you may die for a reason. Dr. King wasn't di- didn't get killed selling drugs. He was assassinated for selling drugs or being a gang chief or, uh, you know, hurting his people. He was somebody who took a stand, being non-violent, I'm going to take this stand because I need to teach you people. I might not be here to see it. All this racism and all this stuff, you have to stay put. I'm fixing things. It's in my time. The book of Ecclesiastes talk about there is a time for everything. There was a time. And his children were able to see that change. I may not live to see what I'm fighting for so bad. And I may lose my life for. But my daughter, my grandkids, 
will see granddaddy and dad, this is what he was trying to do. This is what he gave his life for. I'm not going to, you can't, you can't, I told uh, Star Tribune years ago, I said, you cannot, the, the people out there who's doing what they're doing, I think you asked me earlier about being a target, you can't kill K.G. Wilson, the gang chief. You can't kill K.G. Wilson, the drug dealer, the gambler, the thief, the robber, all of this, you can't. You're going to, if you kill me today, you're killing K.G. Wilson, the peace act. Somebody who loved Christ so much and was so grateful that Christ raised him from the dead that he was willing to give his life. So that's who they would kill today. So I have no fear. I, I just, you know, I, I, my life is, 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 there's some purpose here. I have a legacy uh, that I, I, I want to teach people to live by. If you're going to die for something, die for something. You got our, our young people go to the, the military. They, they died for something. You know what I mean? It might not be what we're dying for, but they died for something. It wasn't gang-banging on the block, selling drugs, you had crack in your pockets, that type of, all that kind of stuff that the devil wants to set our children up for. Right. You know what I mean? And so uh, so you guys are taking me to some places today that <laughs> I haven't been in a long time, and I don't know how we're getting there, but uh, uh, we're getting there, huh? <laughs> We're getting there. I think it might be this tea. <laughs> this organic tea. It's, it's, it's powerful stuff. Man. Wow. We call it testimony tea. <laughs> They've got a new name for it. Oh, man. I like it. I like it. Well, can we pray? Yeah. For that would you be great. Pray yeah. over these stories. That I mean, would our, be great. Our main thing is we want. God to be lifted up through the stories. Yes. So go out to the right people. And yes. Yeah. Help us put together in that way. Yeah, so I feel like that's thank you. Thank you for do. sharing. That'd be yeah. great. Can we lay hands on sure, you? Sure, yes. Right. Yes. Lord, I we just want to come around KG right now as we invite you in here mm -hmm. uh, to this room um, to cover Minister KG and his Hope Ministries, his Street Ministries that his stories of his life, the stories, the, the scars that he endured as a young man, which formed the fabric of, of, uh, of his testimony, are coming through and speaking to the youth of today, the people of today who are living uh, in places that you never meant for them to be living in, Lord. Because he uniquely can speak life, your life-giving words, Lord, we just thank you for providing him this opportunity, this platform that you've created for him, that you made him to be uniquely able to serve, Lord. He said, he's told us in these stories, Lord, how he is your servant. He's willing to go wherever it is you direct him to go. He's willing to give whatever it is you're, you ask him to give, whether... Whether it's um, words of encouragement or even if it costs him his life, Lord. And so we just pray prayers of protection around him. We pray, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit power to be upon him as he ministers life-giving words and hope. Encouragement, Lord, because people are feeling hopeless. People are feeling like drugs or violence or weapons 
are their way to their way out or their way to make a stand or their way to stay safe but as kg has told us today lord that is not the case the thing that brings life is your word and your presence and your holy spirit in us that you lord are uniquely capable through us your humble servants and through this man minister kg he is able to speak those words of life to be your hands and feet in the streets of the twin cities and around this area lord we are so grateful so grateful for his uh, his obedience and his, his, his you know his willingness to go from from submission to to obedience lord in in following you and it's showing how love conquers over all these other things that are on the street. Lord, we just ask these things in your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for sharing your stories. That's Thanks again for listening to another installment of Long Story short podcast. We appreciate you, our listeners, for taking time to download, listen to, and tell us how the podcast has helped you see God taking an active role in your own story. And thanks for checking out the website, longstoryshortpodcast.com. You'll find direct links on the site to add the podcast to your iTunes player, to Stitcher, TuneIn, and to Google Play. You can help us by searching for longstoryshortpodcast.com in your favorite podcast player on your phone or tablet and adding us to your favorite playlist. By going into iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Google Play and rating our podcast and leaving a review, you participate in the story that God is telling. You will find us on Facebook and on Twitter at LS Short Podcast. The point of the podcast is to tell everyone about the glorious things God does. So thank you in advance for sharing, liking, and tweeting links to the story in your network. And thanks to Les Elias and the Sons of Evi for their music contributions. Check out links to their website in the show notes. Bye-bye.